From the Shepherd House International in Georgetown, Guyana, Bishop Victor Connors Asabre, anointed by God, will inspire you with rare and down-to-earth but provoking teachings from the Word of God to love the Lord deeply and to devote yourself to His work. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Now, here is Bishop Collins. I want to continue um, preaching about the influence of the Holy Spirit. Alright? I think it's very, very important. Amen. And, and you even see it. You even see it practically when we come to church when songs are being sung, when praise and worship is going on. You see that the lack of the influence make people not even know what to do. Thank you very much. Are, are you being? When you give your life to Christ, there must be only one influence. And that is the influence of the Holy Spirit. Are you with me this morning? And so in Matthew chapter 3 verse 11, if you care to go there with us, Matthew chapter 3 and verse 11, the Bible says that what? Um, what does the Bible say? 3.11, Matthew chapter 3 verse 11. Actually, we should get New King James, all right? We should, New King James, okay? I hear you don't have it. Come here, we should get it, yeah? It's up. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. So here we're talking about um, Jesus and what was going to follow after Jesus. I've been preaching, I've been teaching, I've been explaining to you that when Jesus was around, his, his, his time was just 33 years. You know, he, he was not supposed to go beyond that. And, then, and therefore the question was, when he dies and he goes away, what happens to the people who believe in him? Are you with me? The scripture says, I think it's Matthew chapter 28, I think 18 there about, or 19, where Jesus said, go into the world and what? Teach all nations, make the, and then make disciples of me. Is that where it is? 28, 18. Uh, the, the one that says that, um, uh, make disciples of me. Which one is that? Is it Matthew? Or is Mark, Luke, or John, something like that? That's one of the, uh, Mark? Man of God. You know the Bible's, Bible scholars. <laughs> the, the gospel, there's one. Either it's Luke or it's Mark. He says that, go and make disciples of all nations. He says that, and then what? He said, uh, make this, go and make disciples of me. You're looking at disciples. Okay. So if you can get, just get that part. So when we talk about disciples, we're talking about people who have had or are being influenced by Jesus. Are you with me this, this morning, afternoon? The place is hot, isn't it? Yeah. Do, should we put a condition? You think we need a condition? We don't need a condition. If only you pay the bill, that's okay. No problem. Yeah, that's you, you, we can get a condition tomorrow. Once you want, you can pay the bill. Uh-huh. So when, when you enter the church, you give your AC contribution before you enter the church. Yeah, otherwise, we'll shut the AC off where you are sitting. Uh-huh. So that you will not get AC, you get a, 
the hot air. Yeah, normal temperature you will get. That's about 31 degrees or 30 degrees. Yeah, so you have to, if you want AC, then you have to bring AC offering. Are you there? So here we're talking about, is it a what? Did you get it? We didn't get it. All right, we're still preaching. So Christians are supposed to have Jesus with them. Do you understand? If you are going to know God, you need to know God through Jesus Christ. And Jesus is no more around. And so Jesus has a representative who has all the necessary abilities, even beyond, who will um, lead us and help us to know God. I, I said a couple of Sundays ago that to have Jesus with you as Peter, James, and John, you know that you'll be influenced by him. These men of God, they walked with Jesus. Of course. Of course. Of course, if you walk with Jesus, you will be affected by Jesus. True or false? The person you are close to is supposed to influence you. There are some people who come close to people who are never influenced. <laughs> and that's a sad case. You are never influenced to change. You are never influenced to adjust. You are never influenced to adapt. You maintain your old self and your old beliefs. You don't benefit. Because the reason why God brings us into contact with the Holy Spirit is that he will affect us. Can you imagine, can you imagine when Peter, James, and John came to Jesus? And that's exactly what happened. When, after Jesus died and, and rose again and they couldn't find him, they, they went back to the Sea of Galilee. They were fishing. They were fishing. They went back fishing. That's why Jesus came and he said, Peter, son of John, do, do, do you love me? Do, do, do you really, if you really love me, you allow my influence, you know. If you love me, you allow my influence. If you don't love me, you say that everything you give me is not nice. So I will reject it. That's how we are influenced even when we come to the church. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. See, sometimes people don't really even understand. You can't even interpret the scriptures like this. How can you leave a church and say that? The son is like the people that, you know, that, that place you are not free, whatever. He who the son says free is free. By leaving the church. You're using the scripture to deceive people. Like Satan came and said that, yeah, he said that you should not, you shall, you shall not surely die. It is when you are saved from the world that the sun sets you free from the world. Not when you leave a church. You have to understand the Bible and stop witching the scriptures. <laughs> so, Jesus realized that he could not come to Guyana because he was he, 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 despite the fact that he was a man and he was God, he couldn't come to Guyana, come to Barbados and preach. That is why there was no reason why he should stay around for a long time. You see, there are some practical things you should do when you're alive. The older people, those who are old, right? Those, those who are my age, 
and above. Okay. If you have any property, <laughs> you should discuss what you want, it to, want to happen to it. Don't, don't wait until you are dead. You can't come back. It's not practical. Talk about it now. Yeah. So, so Jesus realized that, you know what? When he dies, or oh, he can't be here for a long time because the work is so much. It's impossible to want to go everywhere. And so it was just practical for him to die early. And people die early. There's a reason why they are dying early. Because if they have, you don't have any purpose after a certain season, what, what, what's the use of it? And so he died. And then when he was, he was going to die, he, he spoke about the Holy Spirit. He spoke about how the Holy Spirit will come. The Holy Spirit is going to be with him because he's going to be a spirit. He's going to be all over. Omnipresent God. When we say omnipresent, it means that he's everywhere at the same time. Jesus couldn't do that because he was limited to the body that he, he, used, he used when he came here. And so he needed, we needed an upgrade of Jesus. And that's what John spoke about in Matthew chapter 3 and verse 11. So the upgrade is what we have now. And you see that because the upgrade is a spirit, many people avoid the spirit. Many people are not able to flow with him. Many people even don't know him because he's a spirit. Because we are so normal, we are so human, that we are very, very limited and we are very, very conformed to what we see, what we feel. In fact, some people can hear things that they didn't even hear. They say they heard it. We are so human. But it's when you give your life to Christ and you, are, you, you become born again. Your humanness should decrease. Your humanness should go down. And your spiritual being should actually arise. That's why we come to church. That's why we do the things that the Bible tells us to, to do. And so, the Holy Spirit was going to come and he came. And you look at when the Holy Spirit came in Acts chapter 2, the things that people did. The Bible says in Acts chapter 2, they that received, and they that received 42, 40, 42 there about. He said, they that received in Peter's word, they received it, God, they were together. The Bible said they had, they were, well, they, were, they had all things common. And people went to sell their belongings and sell their properties and they came to lay the, 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 the money at the feet of the apostles. We don't have that anymore because people are not influenced by the Holy Spirit anymore. They say, give offering. They say, what? 1,000? That's enough money. It's, it, 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 it speaks of how influential you are and you have become. In other words, your ears hard. There were a lot of hard ears Christians. And all that believed were together. Are we together? Are we together? Are we together? This one I was just looking at. Even the, the, the girls who, who, who helped me and all of that. You see that when they are coming to church, they come one by one. They don't come together. Guyanese Christians. You said, one person checks out. Another person checks out. They said, oh, Charlie, let's go. And then we all walk together, three mosquitoes or four mosquitoes or seven mosquitoes. No, 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 no. I catch my back, I gone. You try there. Right up there where I am, I have, I have not been able, they have 17 years counting on. The influence is so little. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you should watch them when they come in. One, one. What? what? Don't you see them? Yeah. Uh, what's my influence? 
the same thing if you were also there. Because you're hard ears. You're difficult to influence. You're stuck in your own ways. A lot of people are stuck in their own ways as Christians. You know, that's why people don't do well. That's why people don't improve. Now, this is your Sunday coming, Sunday coming. That's what, you see, you have been coming to church too long. That's why you are, you are not almost a Christian anymore. There's no influence. There is none. If you are influenced, you see that every day will be an exciting day. When you feel bored, it means that anytime you feel bored or you feel like you are, you are sad, it means that you lack influence. Should I say it again? Anytime you feel bored or you feel depressed or whatever, it means that you have stopped being influenced. That's why you have gotten into that stage. Because there's not, there is no more or nowhere that you'll be influenced that you will not be excited. Look, when the church started in the book of Acts, that is why the, the, the book is called, Luke called the book the Acts of the Apostles. The Acts are what? The doing. In fact, somebody said it's the Acts of the Holy Spirit, which is, which is rightfully so. But you could see that from the beginning to the end, it was action. If there's any action movie in the Bible, it's the book of Acts. Action. Preaching, arresting, killing, persecuting, people going around looking for Christians to put them in jail. It's action. They believed together. They had all things come on. And they sold their possessions and goods and Parted them to all men. I can't tell you bring your vehicle. Let's just sell it and, and build a church. I, I, I better don't tell you that. What? I went to a church in number two canal. Some bishop. He calling people for bring them vehicle. Or sell and build a church. That church, the bad baby, you like that church? It's a money church. You see, you lack sweet influence. You lack it. You lack it. If your boyfriend says, let's go for dinner, that one, you won't say no. Ask where part we're going. You see, what we have become is a lot of self interested people. A group of people who say, I have given myself to you, but I just said it, but I don't mean it. And so we give ourselves to God and then. We, we, we want things in our interest. If it doesn't go according to how we want it, then it is not good for us. Then everything changes. Look at what they did here. People sold their properties. Now, everybody's looking for property. It's almost as if if you don't have a property, you dip on nothing. Is that how it is? If you don't have any money in your bank account, if you don't have any savings, you used to look at you. You're always dressing up, dressing up. But if I die, what's the money going to do? I got dress up and die. I mean, <laughs> if you don't have some things, people don't respect you. 
That's why there's a lot of pride in driving a vehicle, like having your own house lot, having a good job, getting American visa. That's why there's a lot of pride in it because it is ourselves that we want to gratify. Not God, it's ourselves. Meanwhile, we say that I have given my life to you. Do with me as you want. You are lying. So, where we are as Christians is that we say we are Christians, but we don't allow ourselves to be influenced. We don't want it. We don't need it. But the person or whatever influences you is very critical for your life. I said, whatever or whoever, I mean, influences you is very critical in your life. And if Jesus influences his disciples, then what he's offering us is another Jesus that is supposed to influence us for an exciting, for a great, for a fruitful, and a purposeful life. What are, what, what, what are you living your life for? What you are doing in your life? Who is it for? It's for you. It's for your interest. Ask yourself that question. Ask yourself. Can you, can you ask yourself that question? Whatever you are doing in your life, However your life is, is it to, to, to please you or to please God? It is, it is all about us. It's all about us. It's all about us. So Peter one day asked Jesus, but we have left everything to come and follow you. What are we going to get? <laughs> Always want something. Always want to have something because, because we have, we have the devil has deceived us to think that if you don't have anything, if you are not at a certain place, you, 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 you don't want nothing. That's why it's like Pastor Joshua who lives in the church. You can't, you can't, I tell you, you can't disrespect people like that. You gotta be, you gotta be very unspiritual. You have to be, you have to be very dead in your spirit to disrespect people like him. So where is he going to take that Kima? Where is he going to take her? We don't know, and we don't care. Do you care? Yeah, I don't care. Right on the chairs, you can do your thing. No problem. Sure. Sweet influence. Yeah, just put the chairs together. I've not been enjoying the bed in the church. Yeah. What's the problem? It'd be nice to have a woman around. She will even help the sweeping and the tanks. It's a good life. Oh, he needs a blanket. Yeah. You have a blanket all. You see, so you don't have the blanket. <laughs> Officer bought a blanket already. Easy. But you see that we frown. We frown. That, that, is, why, that is why for many years I promoted and we promoted a lot of contacts and relationships in the church which we are now in a season changing our minds about because people are selfish. People are selfish. Yeah. That's what Moses gave the people laws because the people will not do what God wants them to do. He has to write a law for them. We are, not, we are not under the law. You have to be under the law because you don't know how to manage yourself outside the law. You know. 
So, my message is to help you understand that this journey, you need an influencer. If you don't have an influencer in the form of the Holy Spirit, you have not started running this race. Are you with me? In John chapter 16 and verse 12. John chapter 16 and verse 12. You know that influencer? I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. How be it, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you. He will guide you. What is that? He will influence you into all truth. He will guide you. To be guided means to be influenced. Is that not so? Is that not so? Is that, is that an influence? Yeah. He will guide you. It means that if you are going here, you say, no, 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 not there. Go this direction rather. And you see that even in Paul's ministry, there were times where he wanted to go to a place that, oh, the Holy Spirit did not allow me to go there. He said he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. He will, he will give you materials to influence you. Somebody listen to me this morning. That is the purpose and the function of the Holy Spirit in our lives. But you see that in our life and in, in this world, this is not happening. Let me tell you, if the Holy Spirit was to influence you, your life would be smooth. <laughs> it's like the Holy Spirit is holding your hands and walking with you. And when you get to a point, you get very It's like, loose me. Let me go. I shut up. Man, get on your way. Me and come with you. That's how we behave. So we hold him a little bit, and we go two, three days. Then we get vexed with him. Because we don't like the guidance. We don't like the influence. We think that this influence is wrong. This influence is bad. That is why the Apostle Paul said that. He said, I know how to abase and to abound. It means I am flexible. <laughs> I am flexible. Because to abase and to abound means that when you go here, you are right. When you go there, you are right. Many people cannot abase and abound. You see, and if you can't do that, it means that you cannot be influenced because when God is influencing you, it will not be one thing all the time. It will not be a straight road. It's not what you expect. You need to be very flexible to be led by the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? He said, I know both how to be abased. And I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things. I am instructed both to be full and be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Because sometimes for your training, you, you need to suffer need. I can comfortably say that 
I don't think there's anybody in my church here who has a savings of $500,000. One of the difficult things to do is to save. <laughs> How many agree with my savings uh, uh, policy I'm talking about? Savings? $500,000? It's a joke you're making. Maybe the $500,000, it is in the TV you bought from courts that you finished paying. That's where your savings is at. It's in your set of mattress. Which I hear has some gel. That doesn't make sense anyway. <laughs> it's true. Savings? Where? The world is running in such a way that it's difficult for you to save. Oh, Lord. Save? Save what? It's only your life you can save. <laughs> Savings? That's how people do box hand. You take the money. At least I know that three months later, I will get a hand. Because that one that I give to you every week for box hand, if I also if you put it under my mattress every month, no, nah, it's not going to work. A week will come where you say, you know what, man, just a thousand, man. Just a thousand. I go, I go buy it, I go put it back. <laughs> Alexis. Oh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can live with your mother. You may not have expenses, but you don't have money. If mommy says that, if mommy wants to be in trouble, she says, Alexis, please, I need 50,000 today. Yeah, we have, so how mommy will be disappointed in you? I tell you. <laughs> yeah. No, but meanwhile, as Alexis is living with her mother and her father, this is the time to save. No savings? No, 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 no. No, no, no. It's even the time to say, oh, if I don't have food, mommy will cook, mommy will buy something. That's, that's what you even tell yourself that. Man, I ain't got to worry. Mommy will cook. Yeah, mommy will cook. And I can ask daddy, daddy will give me a little raise. And that is the basis of just wasting money. <laughs> yeah. And when you're on your own and the Holy Ghost wants to take you through cycles, you say, nah. Bishop, I can't come to church today. Because <laughs> you can't handle, you can't handle the abasement, the, the going now, you can't handle it. The apostle is saying that if it takes me to walk from uh, Stanley Town to church on a day that I don't have money, I don't care, I, I'll do that. And I did it. He says, I know. It's not like you can. He said, I have experienced it. I know how to be low and how to be up. When you are low, you still move on. Many people get low and they can't move on. The world has to stop for them. To know how to abase me is that when the time that you were broke, you still continued as if you were not broke. You're walking home, someone says, Hey, where are you going? You're walking. So, no, no, I was just checking something here, but if you can give me a lift, that's okay. You know, you're just walking to church. Because you, you, you have accepted the fact that it's, it's, it's something that the Lord is taking you through. But because it doesn't suit you, you reject it because it is about self. So, this morning, just for a few minutes, I just want to introduce to you the other, apart from the Holy Spirit, the other things that influences us. 
Are you ready? James chapter 3. And I will close. Prince is not here, so I'll close early. <laughs> Where's Prince? <laughs> and Sharifa didn't come. Ralph, are you here? Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to be influenced by the Spirit of God. The reason why I'm talking about it, I'm preaching about it, is because we lack that in our lives. The influences in our lives are not godly influences. It's all influences for ourselves. And the Bible says, seek ye first. Honey sang this Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. And all these righteousness, all other things shall be added. The first thing you should look for in something is not your interest. I'm not here because of my interest. I won't come here if it was, it was my interest. Please. No. No. Interest? Please won't be here today if, if it was interest. <laughs> yeah. Because she had to make a, make a choice. You may think that she's choosing, she's made the wrong choice. Do you think so? Is you who think so? It's you who think so. She made a choice against herself. Because you have to take up your cross. You have to take up your cross. You have to take up your cross. You can't serve Jesus without a cross. You have to suffer for Christ's sake. Many people don't do that. And therefore, they are not influenced in a certain way. Thanks. Help me list. Thanks. The Bible says, if you are wise, pay attention, are you here? If you are wise and understand God's ways, if you are wise and you understand God's ways. So, we are talking about somebody with wisdom. Am I right? Tasha, are you there? Ivo, are you enjoying the flight? Beautiful. If you are wise and understand God's ways. So, this is like a challenge to somebody who says he's wise or somebody who is proclaiming to be wise. The Bible said that if you are wise, then prove it by living an, an honorable life. It means that the wisdom that you have, the effect of it is proportional to the life you live. Is it, Coco, is it working? If you are wise and understand God's ways. So, yes, I am wise. Yes, I understand God's ways. Then the Bible says, prove it by living a life that is honorable. Which means that the life that is honorable is as a result of the wisdom and understanding of God's ways. Which means that what you have, what I, what, if it's wisdom, it is proven by your lifestyle. Sati. Amen. What you have is proven by your lifestyle. Are, are you with me? Good. He says, doing good works with a humility that comes from wisdom. Doing good works with a humility that comes from wisdom. Alright? If you go on, he says, but if you are bitterly jealous and there is selfish ambition in your heart, don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying. 
So you, you see that the, the 13 is talking about the wisdom. If you know you have God's wisdom, if you know about God, then you live a life that is honorable. You live a life that's what you, you, you do good works with the humility that comes from the wisdom you have. But he says the opposite is this, that if you are bitterly jealous and there is selfish ambition in your heart, don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying. And then he goes on to 15. He says, for jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. James is bringing out a contrast between wisdom that some people say they have and the things that they are doing as compared to what he knows is God's wisdom and what it does. So, four things divided into two. The first two is wisdom that that is not of God, that is selfish, that is jealous. And the wisdom that is from God, that that, that, what, that brings an honorable life. And then that, that's what, that is done in, in humility. That, 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 that brings humility. Uh, are you with me? So he's saying in verse 15 that for jealousy, he's trying to address, it means that whoever he was writing the letter to or the Bible here is trying to bring out a certain, a certain fact, a certain something. And that thing is that you say you're a Christian, you're in the church, and all along... You say you have God's wisdom, but the things you are doing is not showing that you have God's wisdom. Amira, are you following? Are you awake? Nick, are you awake? Are you following? Is it working? Or I should go back and rewind. Should I rewind? Justin, are you here? You're good. What's the Gavin? I should say it again. 12 to 15. If you don't understand it, I have to continue until you get it. Then we close. Jesse, are you there? If you are wise and understand God's ways, because it looks like the people that James was writing this letter to or the Christians that he's addressing now, or we that the Bible is addressing now, it looks like we walk around saying that we have the wisdom of God. Which means that that wisdom of God we claim to have is influencing our way of life. So we are making some decisions, we are doing some things that we claim is coming from God because we are Christians. So James is, 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 is doubting or bringing that kind of wisdom into question. He's saying that if you are wise, if what you are doing, if what you are doing, if you are wise, and you understand God's ways, then you prove it by living an honorable life. So a life that is not honorable is not a life that is influenced by the wisdom of God. And the wisdom of God leads you to leads you or guides you or influences you to live an honorable life. It makes you do, do good works with the humility that comes from that type of wisdom, that type of God's wisdom, the wisdom that is from God. But he says that but if you are bitterly jealous and there is selfish ambition in your heart, and people are jealous, 
And people have selfish ambitions. And that's what I've been saying. That it was, we, we do things that will suit us. The question that Peter asked Jesus, and we've left everything to come and follow, it was a genuine question. Because Peter was married. Peter had a wife. And so to just follow Jesus every day, moving around, following Jesus, following Jesus, you, you can understand. He said, you did for nothing. I'm sure Peter's wife will call him and say, bye. What's going on? And then Peter will tell his wife, say, Charlie, I'm, I'm in a meeting with Jesus. Hold on, I'll call you back. And when Peter calls her back, he says, hey, Charlie, Peter, I've not eaten for three days. My clothes are worn out. My last shoe, the other day when I was going to, I was going to the market, my shoe, the heels broke off. Peter, I've not heard from you from one week. What's going on? So Peter had to ask Jesus, Charlie, brother Jesus, you, this, I left things to come and follow. When I was fishing, at least I knew that every day, a snapper and baga Mary, I would sell it and they give my wife some money. And this thing following you around, healing the demon, uh, the, the, the demoniac, and, and then something, something, tell all these things, is it, is it bringing any money to us? Jesus said, Charlie, don't worry. There's nothing that you have left that you will not get it back. So the wisdom that is not of God, which James is trying to bring it up here because he realized that the church was filled with a certain kind of wisdom, a certain kind of influence where people were comfortable by saying that this is, I'm a Christian, so how can I, why should I not take care of this? Why should, not, why should I not decide this way? Why should I not go this way? Because I'm also a Christian. I also feel the presence of God. I also know God. And I think this is what God wants me to do. So James is saying, okay, if that is what God wants you to do, then let's analyze it. Is it honorable? Is it good works? Or it is out of jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart? He said, don't cover up the truth. The truth is that the wisdom that you claim is from God is not God's wisdom. Don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying. For jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of way God will never influence you to look after yourself or to be your own interest God will influence you to rather lose, give up give away true or false? are you sure it's true? didn't the Bible say if somebody slaps you on the right give him the left is that not is that not what uh, uh, Lack of selfishness. Jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. If you are selfish, when you slap me, I slap you back. Yeah, it's reflexive. You slap me, I come to your house and slap you back with, a, with my gang. <laughs> no, it, it, it feels so wrong to be slapped and just take the slap. And there are so many of us who say, yeah, man, that was how we do it. You have to do the slap, you slap them back. But it is not God's kind of wisdom. It's not God's kind of wisdom. 
you don't pay you don't pay evil with, with evil you don't reward, you, you rather reward evil with good god's kind of wisdom is that you will put yourself on the line that is the god kind of wisdom I say, we go into all kinds of things when we start thinking so much about ourselves. That, that's where we got started because in this Christianity, when you bring yourself inside, you have a lot of problems. Because the one who died for us to follow him, he didn't think about himself. And he's not going to allow anybody to join this group of people who thinks about himself alone. You will not survive. In this way, you'll be frustrated because nothing will go your way by how you want it. And yet, unless you accept and hand, raise your two hands and say, I surrender all. Do whatever you want to do with my life. For jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. So now, James or the Bible is defining the jealousy, the selfishness, the bitterness. He's now bringing it into light. He's now bringing it. He said, I want to show you what is influencing you. He says that what is influencing you is earthly, it is unspiritual, and it's demonic. Oh, you think demons can influence you? Who are you that demons can influence? I said, let, let me ask, you ask that nice person sitting next to you. So who are you that you think that demons can influence you? I think that's what sometimes many of us we forget. We forget that demons can influence us. And they and they do and, and they do. For many of you, demons influence you a lot. Because your eyes are on yourself. And once your eyes are on yourself, then the Bible says that that kind of selfishness is earthly, is unspiritual, and is demonic. <laughs> no, it's good to look good. It's good to look good. But too much of focusing on looking good is also something else. It's not the wisdom of God. It's good to have money. It's good to have good things. But the focus on them is, 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 not, is not God's mind. It's earthly, it's unspiritual, and it's demonic. I can, just a simple illustration. You have a thousand dollars. After my sermon, I'll ask you for an offering. The moment you think about yourself where the thousand dollars is concerned, you are being influenced by either earthly things, either unspiritual things, or demons. You are And the church is influenced by a lot of these. I was there one day and then somebody called me. He says, I've bought this thing brand new. 
in my house. I have not even opened it for three years. He said, finally, I give up. He said, the Holy Spirit says, I should take the thing and give it to you. He said, I have been, he's been telling me this for, for a long time. In fact, when the person brought the thing, I should have said, take it, I don't want it. Well, you were three years to, to, to you, you hold my blessing for three years. You need a slap before I take the thing that you are bringing. Both sides, thank you, left and right. So next time the Holy Ghost tells you something, don't say, I bought this thing brand new, I should give it to a bishop. Why are you there born? It's brand new, I bought a thing for. <laughs> uh, it is not about what happened to you, you know. It's about whether you are being influenced by devils or you are being unspiritual or you are being influenced by the earth. But we think of it very nicely about us. Charlie, Jesus told the devil, man shall not live by bread alone. I can't. Indeed, I am hungry. I can turn these stones into bread. I can. But what you are trying to make me do is to make me look at myself, think about my appetite, think about my hunger, and not to continue to be strong and, and go through this 40 days properly. But Jesus said, nah. I know how God thinks. I know the wisdom of God. It's not to think about yourself. So I'll continue, I'll continue being hungry. <laughs> Bible says Jesus came back out of the wilderness full of the Spirit. He came back charged. Because all that the devil tried to let him do about, you see, the devil won the, the, the battle when he managed to get even Adam to look at themselves. So he brought the same strategy to Jesus. And Jesus knew the past question. So he said, you know what? I know so just said this Arawak, this, 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 uh, what? A high whatever, uh, bauxite, mineral whatever, all the uh, social studies things, you know. You do social studies? It, Arawak didn't come? Ara- oh Lord, Arawak should have come. Every Arawak comes. <laughs> Jesus knew the question. Jesus knew the answer. So when Satan came and said, ah, turn the stones, he said, me? Thinking about myself? I left myself in heaven already. Myself is gone. That's why Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. Is it Galatians or Philippians 1.21? I am crucified. No, no. Galatians 1. Galatians 2.20. Ash, I am crucified with Christ. Isn't it? I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet, not I. But Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith. Of the Son of God who loved me. And he gave himself for me. Let me tell you. Some of you will struggle for the rest of your life because you refuse to be influenced by the Holy Spirit. May that not be your story. The beginning of corruption is when you start thinking about yourself. That's what happened to Eve. That's what happened to Adam. That's what happened to so many people in the Bible. Lot's wife. Lot's wife. Lot's wife. 
so many people were influenced by their selfish interests, and which is not a good influence. And so for the next couple of Sundays, by the grace of God, I think maybe one or two. Is this the last Sunday of the month? Hey, okay. But I plan to talk about this. Because next month is evangelism month, isn't it? You're supposed to preach about salvation and all that. I'm going to find salvation through this message also. <laughs> I can't let you go without this, this finishing this thing here. You are either being influenced by James 3, 15. Maxwell. You are either being influenced by things of the earth, things that are unspiritual, or things that are demonic. Use this as a, as, a, as a measure in every decision you make. This decision that I'm making, is it in my interest or in the interest of God? Will God be glorified at the end of this or I will be glorified? Stand to your feet. We believe you have been blessed by the powerful teaching of God's Word. For booking and more information on the ministry of Bishop Collins, please call us on 592-225-6760 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com. You can also log on to www.shepherdhouseinternational.org. God richly bless you.